Hello, thank you for joining a healthy podcast. I'm so grateful you're here. This podcast um, is my first, it's my launch of a healthy podcast, and I feel my whole life has brought me to this point in my life. My experiences and the lessons I've learned um, have always put me back onto this path of health and wellness. But honestly, what is behind me, um, they are stories that have shaped me into the person that I am genuinely excited to help and share with others. It's been it's been quite a journey, I'll be honest with you. Um, but I like to introduce myself to those of you who don't know me. I'm a mom, a retired certified personal trainer. I hold a Bachelor of Science in Public Administration and Psychology. I'm currently attending school to be a certified health coach. I have spoken, um, I public speak I've spoken to thousands on health and wellness topics. I am currently recording another podcast with my daughter. Um, We've been doing that for about a year and a half. It's called We Built Us. It is a mother-daughter podcast, and we just discuss stuff from generational differences, and it's been um, an amazing thing to grow closer to her. I've really, really enjoyed that. But this, this podcast actually has been on the back burner and in my mind longer than uh, the We Built Us podcast. So I'm super excited. I've been um, in a realm of writing a book with hopes of finishing it soon. I feel like that book has been being written for, I don't know, at least 10 years. It is, it's going to be a cool book, but it's a shocking book. And some of the chapters that I'm writing are a hard place for me to visit. So that being said, I sometimes get writer's block or I sell because I don't want to revisit a place. Anyways, I think in layers and I know there are reasons for everything, including our health. And I think, um, you know, being a personal trainer, here's a here's an example. I will have somebody come to me and say, I'm going to Hawaii in two months and I need to get in shape. And they will be obese or um, very out of shape. And I'm thinking, do you know know how the body works? I mean, it has taken, you're what, 32 years old, and it has taken your entire life to get to this point. It's not going to undo itself in two months. That being said, health health is one of those things that is tricky because um, what we do to our bodies every day, what we feed it and, and what we subject it to, both mentally and physically, um, actually adds to disease or takes away from disease. So every choice that you're making actually um, is is doing this. And um, I lost my train of thought. Whatever your current health status is, um, it evolved from those choices and habits that you were slowly incorporating into your life. So uh, my hope is with this podcast that I make you aware of possibly those choices, but I hit a lot of different aspects of wellness that make you think twice, maybe about something that we've been groomed to think about as being healthy that actually isn't. Um, a good example of that would be the the craze in the 90s were low fat, low fat, low fat. Well, yeah, it was low fat, but then it was loaded with sugar and sugar and its impact on the body is 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 devastating. We have a huge health crisis in in our world right now. And they say that 50% of Americans will be obese in a few years. Like that's crazy. 
I mean, I look back at, I don't know, if you ever watch like old movies or you look at old photographs, everybody's so thin. Well, I, this this will actually become a podcast because I am reading a book right now and I can only read a few pages at once because it upsets me so much um, and, and what's in our food and how it's playing with our metabolism and our health and how they can market it as healthy. It's very, very scary. And um, I don't know, our world is paying for it. So I like to do things as holistically as I can. There's um, obviously a reason we have the medical field and kudos to them, science and the amount of time they spend on learning about the human body is remarkable and they are definitely needed in our world. But I am a believer that you should take care of yourself and be proactive in prevention of disease. Um, so you don't have to go to the doctor, but when it gets to that point, obviously you should go. Um, my advice will never ever replace a doctor's advice, but I, I do like to, to look at life a little bit more holistically. So when you think about like your life and your beginnings and where you start, your personality, your habits, the views and the many aspects of health that you hold in your in your brain right now. Um, I think it's important to acknowledge that we, there's an infinite, infinite uh, different outcomes of who we become. I mean, what we inherit, our genes along with the environment create a, a complex outcome. Um, the part that is different and consequential for how the individual develops is the difference in how we manifest and where our environments play a role. I mean, we're all born with these neurons at birth, right? They actually double in the first year of life. By three years old, 80% of your brain is the adult volume of what, what is going to be. I, I became fascinated with brain development after um, the birth of my first child. And the first child, to be honest, I didn't know what the hell I was doing. He was like a guinea pig. And I wonder how many parents actually do know what they're doing. Because you kind of just kind of float and you read and you learn and you watch and you, you act accordingly. But for for me, he was a completely healthy baby, seven pounds, 10 pounds, seven pounds, 10 ounces. And um, the doctor screwed up taking him out. I uh, took him out with forceps and um, it was a huge malpractice suit. This was out in Phoenix. I didn't um, stay there very long after that because this moment actually changed my life. Uh, crushed his head. His diagnosis was a depressed skull fracture with subdural hematoma. And there was extensive bleeding on the brain. And he, um, the, he meaning the pediatric neurosurgeon, told me that he wanted to prepare me. Um, they wouldn't be able to tell me where the damage was until he was about four months old when the bleeding would dissipate. But he told me there would be damage. Uh, he couldn't tell me if it was small motor skills, large motor skills, speech, so on, um, but would know more then. So when this doctor did the MRI and um, I went in to, to hear what he was going to tell me where the damage was, and I have four months actually to mentally prepare for this, and it wasn't any easier. And it it played with my anxiety. It played with me staying awake at night worried. And you go to these extreme places of taking care of 
that child for the rest of your life, something that no parent wants to hear or uh, counts on. And he sat down. It was the first and last time I've ever been in in a doctor's office. And it's exactly what you would picture. I mean, he had this beautiful wood desk. He had a big plush leather chair that went up above his head. And he had this beautiful bookcase filled with medical books behind him. There was a a window to my left, and I remember the sun shining in on his on his desk. And I studied his face, looking for for th- these answers uh, that I was about to hear. And he kind of tossed the Manila folder uh, across his desk, and he held his hands up in the air. And he goes, "You must have a lot of faith. I have absolutely no medical explanation about this. I read this about." I read this stuff in medical books, but I personally have never encountered it. He is what we call a medical miracle. I have absolutely no explanation. He's going to, he's going to be fine. I can't find a damaged cell in this child's brain. That, that absolutely changed my life. I quit my job and I dedicated everything I was as a human being to being a parent to this, this kid. And then my other two that I eventually had, but when he could talk, something that most parents take for granted when their child can talk, I was so excited because I knew there was like a thought pattern. He was thinking inside his head. And um, if he'd ask a question, I'd be like, oh, I don't know. Let's, you know, find out kind of thing. And I showed him, you know, we can go to the library. We can go to the zoo. We can go outside and dig in the dirt. We can. I just showed him how to be curious and I lit his passion. He's a very curious human being. Now, had I not had those those humble beginnings and giving birth to him, I I think I would have been a good parent, but this really, really changed the way I parented and it manifested into a human being that is remarkable. And I'm, I'm sharing this with you because it, it, for me, it validates the idea that our early beginnings shape who we are as we get older, including her, our outlook on, on health. And so according to Time Magazine, which actually came out during that same time, and that's what dominoed my fascination with brain development, was uh, Harvard Medical had uh, put something out there where they had done MRIs or whatever on newborn infants. And they talk about like all these millions and millions of synapses in a, a newborn's brain. And when you read to it and sing to it and talk to it and nurture it, these synapses connect. And that child will will live to fully reach his capabilities. Now, when you don't do those things, the child will never, ever reach their potential. And that's, that's terrifying. That's, God, no pressure is there, right? Um, so the child's earliest years, on my point, can have the effects that last a lifetime. And we are all, all proof of that. It's just not something that we probably think about, um, unless you're a weirdo like me, where I, I do think about stuff like that. Here's in a simple sentence, genes provide the blueprint but your environment experiences carry out the construction. So that being said, um, I hope to tackle this, this young like imprint, the, the times that we were imprinted with that. So, all right, we have that down. So we grow up, we adapt, we do things we think are healthy. We fall into a world of opinions. 
corporate claims, nutrition advice, fad diets can all be overwhelming when we talk about health, really. It is more than food you eat and the time you spend at the gym. There are things in our health that most of us don't think about or pay attention to that are contributing to the overall picture. And we it's so imperative that you address these aspects of who you are. And I wrote down a list of things um, that I will cover throughout the podcast and I will dissect them and pick them apart because everybody will be able to to relate to this um, overall. The level of joy and happiness in your life, um, the longevity of your life, uh, those two are very connected. Your spirituality, what creative outlets do you have? How are your finances, your career? What I mean, are you happy in your career? Are you just living to make a paycheck? Um, are you living for Fridays? Or are you just loving your, your life at work that you don't even realize it's a job? These all matter. Your education, how you cook at home. This is a big one. I will cover that for sure. You know, being a personal trainer, I always thought I was cooking healthy. And in January, I was diagnosed with an autoimmune disease. And I had to up my aunties and my cooking level. And I really struggle with what to eat and how to cook it. So that's a that's a point, too, that I'd like to make is like what was good for us when we were 20 isn't necessarily good for us when we're 30, 40, 50. So things change and you have to be in tune. You can't keep living your life the same way as you've always lived because the Brady, the body breaks down and, and changes and you need to change accordingly too. Um, your relationships, what are your relationships like? Social life and your sleep. Sleep is a huge contributing factor to one's overall health. Um, Think of, you know, I think about uh, like a scenario, think of maybe a time you got in an argument before heading off to work and maybe you forgot your lunch, you were so upset because um, of this fight and in the process you forgot to bring the dog out and as the day goes on, you know, the fight keeps coming back in your mind and it affects your mood, which affects your workload and then it affects the people that you're working with because you're off and you settle for a quick unhealthy snack only to feel crappy for the rest of the day because you forgot your lunch. And then you come home to dog poop and pee all over the place because the poor dog couldn't hold it. Um, you feel like a crappy dog owner and you you have anxiety about your partner coming home and you're too exhausted to think about dinner. That is just like a little scenario that I could pick apart on so many aspects of health and wellness. And if you look at this and think about it all, I think of the relationship and how the single piece dominoed into other aspects of one's health. And it's kind of a day that happens more often than not. And it can be, uh, if, I'm, I'm sorry, if this, if this would happen. In, in your life, you know, day in and day out, you know, this kind of stress where you let things affect you and impact um, other aspects of your life. This overall, over time, can greatly, greatly impact your health. I guess what I'm trying to convey is this podcast covers many little pieces that fit into the whole big picture of health. Um, I'm excited about this. It's, it, this is my introductory uh, podcast. 
I love helping others be healthier versions of themselves. The more we know, the better possibility of becoming that person that we want to be. Nobody, honestly, is 100% healthy in all aspects of their life. If that's what they're saying, honestly, they're lying because that's that's not possible. I mean, you're human, so you have emotion and you are affected by different things. It's just about finding that balance, nurturing where you lack and making that intentional choice every day to improve your health with happiness. This podcast will always be unedited as I like to keep it real and comfortable as if you were sitting and talking to me right here. Um, so there's my my intro. I'm driven to know the whys. I want to know why people are the way they are. Um, your ideas and thoughts about yourself and views towards health and starting young. Your your health is is greatly influenced, and I believe that that's where I will start with my um, my next podcast. Is your health is influenced, and and we'll kind of we'll dig into that. Thank you for listening. I really, really am excited. I appreciate this. If you need to find me, I am on Facebook, A Healthy Fox. I am also on Instagram, A underscore Healthy Fox. You can also email me with any questions, concerns. I value you guys. It will always be confidential. I will never tell anybody who has um, emailed me. It's a healthyfox21 at gmail.com. Life can be challenging. We're all here for just a bit of time. In the large scope of things, being healthy is adding a level of intention to every area of your life. Thanks for listening.